and I was given a death sentence at the age of 16. I became a slave to food and to fear. 799 pounds. 799 pounds. But here I am today. 600 pounds lighter. And I'm here to share my story with you to help you improve, to help you find your way, and to help you become a more motivated person. I'll be your inspiration. Here we go. Let's do this. He's been on the Today Show, The Doctors, in the National Enquirer, and in newspapers and magazines all over the country. Welcome to the 600 Pounds Down podcast. Here's your host, Coach Justin. Alrighty, Justin and One Step Nation out there. Hello. And we have uh, round two of our uh, spiritual fitness and pretty, pretty excited um, to dig into more faith fitness together. And um, our last session, if any of you uh, caught it, we were talking about um, just viewing our bodies. It's, it's right. Uh, how we view our bodies in the light of how God views our bodies. And, um, and it's perfect because of uh, Justin's new book that's come out, Made in His Image. And uh, so check it out. I'm going to give him a plug. Um, but, um, but that's, it's very important. You know, we will embark on our, our health journey, our fitness journey. And we really, you know, think so many times that it purely is physical, um, but we are more than just a physical body. We are spirit, soul, and body. And I know, um, that that's important to Justin. It's important to me as well um, for us to to dig into our spirit, to really look and see is our is our spirit growing healthy um, as much as our body as well. Um, so so a couple scriptures we're going to dig into uh, tonight together. So um, so any of you out there, if you have a Bible, um, this is where we go uh, to hear God's word and and see what He has to say about anything in life, including our bodies and the truth that uh, is to be found there um, about how he feels about us and, and how he sees us in our bodies. And so we're going to turn to First uh, Corinthians chapter six. And so I'm going to give myself a minute to get there and it'll give you a minute to get there as well. And, um, <clears throat> and we're going to read through a couple scriptures and really just have, have some time to discuss together. Um, you know, what, what impression that leaves on us, what uh, God might have to say about that. So, um, okay. So first Corinthians chapter six, and this is verses uh, 19 and 20. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. And so there's a lot there, but we're going to go ahead and we're going to turn to Romans chapter 12 as well and hear another scripture. And get there. And we're going to read verses one and two. 
And so Romans chapter 12, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So, wow, there's a lot there. So uh, we're just going to dig in a little bit together and do what's to come, uh, called a discovery Bible study. And so that really is just a, an opportunity for us to look at any passage of scripture and to ask ourselves a couple questions about it, to dig a little bit deeper. And first, we're going to see what does, do these two passages, what does it tell us about God? So about his nature, about his character, about what he has to say in those passages. So anything hopping out to you, Justin? Yeah, this is good, Zoe. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, you know, I've always kind of, always kind of looked at uh, the Roman scripture and talking about your often your body's living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to the Lord. And that, that element there offering your body as a, as a living sacrifice uh, it's important to do that in all aspects of our lives and every, every element of our lives from our mental health to our physical health uh, to how we worship God and, and to how do we attend church? I mean, it, it's really just a lifestyle of offering ourselves completely to him. And that truly hits me when it comes to our health and wellness. When I try to teach under uh, my, my clients and people I've come in contact with who ask me about health and wellness, this vessel that we're living in, it has to be told to worship God through our, a series of if you're eating something or if you're moving or if you're drinking water, or if you're, listening to worship music as you're walking, I mean, whatever it is, your endeavor to become healthier has to become an act of worship, has to become you putting yourself aside and saying, I'm going to do this to honor a perfect God, offer a God who created my body, my body in, in this way. So it really, that element of scripture really um, speaks to me. And I really try to create that dynamic for other people uh, when they're when they're talking to me about what I think about what the scripture says about honoring God with our bodies. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's so good. And, and just even looking at just the Romans uh, passage. So like, if we're thinking about what does this tell us about God and, and in verse, you know, in, in verse one, <clears throat> you know, so, uh, so he's saying there, I urge you brothers and sisters in view of God's mercy, offer your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. And so, He's pleading with them because of God's mercy is why you're doing this. So God, what did God's mercy do for us? God's mercy gave us life. Like the life that we have in our bodies, the breath that we have, the ability to wake up in the morning and move, everything that we have and that we are is because of God's mercy to us. And, and so him extending that mercy then about people what our response should be because of that gift of life, because of that gift of mercy is nothing else than just to Lord, I want to give it back to you. Mm -hmm. I just want to give the, give everything that I am back to you in an act of worship. Um, yeah. And I want to add to that because what you just said kind of struck something like even so the breath, the mercy is that's, that's God's mercy upon us. Every morning, wake up. It's grace and mercy. It's God 
just giving us a new day to breathe, a new day to to honor him, a new day to live. And it's funny how sometimes we put, and I'm guilty of this throughout my life too, but when it comes to our health and wellness, right? Um, I don't I don't thank God when I go work out sometimes, right? Or most of the time, I should say. I don't I don't think about it. I don't think about you giving me the breath to actually move my body to honor you in this way. You given me life to to do this. And you've also you've also given me provision to buy healthier foods that I could honor you with. And it's all like this borrowed blessing that we can get from God. Like he wants to give us life. He he breathed life into us, right? He created us from dust and Adam, right? And and today, I mean, he created us. We he thought us through. We can look at um Oh, what is it? Is it uh, Ephesians? You know, we are God's masterpiece created in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. So he created us from ground up in that way and in his mind. And he established a breath in our lungs to serve him and to honor him and to, to move for him. And, and sometimes I feel like we become, and I speak for myself, we become selfish with, with our, our journey of health mm-hmm. because it's so fixated on how can I look? How's it going to make me look? Am I going to be thinner? Am I going to build more muscle? Am I going to live longer? Am I going to prevent this disease? Am I going to impress my my spouse? Am I going to impress that person? I mean, it becomes this, this thought process. It becomes unhealthy and it takes place of exchanges really. And it's not healthy. It, it's supposed to be, God, you've given me this. How can I honor you with this? Thank you for loving me. Thank you for, for giving me a new day. Thank you for this breath that I can, I can lose when I'm working out. Right. I can, but I can get it back. You know, Mm -hmm. I I don't have to, when I'm running too hard, I know he's going to bless me with another breath to breathe in and I can catch my breath and things like that. And, And I'm guilty. And it's a really good reminder why sharing this tonight, when you put those scriptures in here to really think that through and to, to really put that back in the forefront of my mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. And, and even looking at, you know, the second verse there, do not conform to the pattern of, of this world, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to attest and approve what God's will is his good and pleasing and perfect will. So about God and in looking at he, you know, it likes people will, will think or say like, you know, I want to know what God's will is for my life. And, you know, and how do I seek his will? How do I know his will? Well, right here, we see that's the answer. He, he can, he will reveal his will to you, his good and perfect and pleasing will when we don't conform to this world and we don't conform to what's on, you know, the TV and what's on TikTok and what's on, you know, what's out to the pattern of this world, you know? So when it looks like molding our bodies a certain way because they're socially acceptable or, you know, beating and slaving ourselves, you know, to the place where now we can be, you know, um, we can be acceptable, but no, the Lord is saying like, we're already acceptable to him. And so we're going to renew our mind, allow our minds to be transformed. So that's our part. That's the about people, because then we will know the perfect, pleasing and good will of God when we let him transform our mind. Not when we work really hard to mold it in the shape of culture, 
that's that's a, that's an important part to say there too because i think the diet culture because we're yes. in health and wellness right we're talking about that and and part of that is physical and so i feel like conforming there's so many fads that come out there and so many new methods of exercise and new methods of diets that that we tend tend to uh start navigating towards right we, we start thinking oh I don't knock a specific diet, but I just use the ones that I've tried in my life, like the ketogenic approach or even the South Beach approach or Mediterranean approach. I mean, I'm not saying these things can't be done in a healthy manner, but sometimes people tend to uh, navigate towards these because they're the answer. It's like, this is what everybody else is doing right now. And so I'm going to conform to this, this image instead of actually offering your body the living sacrifice to the Lord, where he might say, Justin honestly, you don't need to go that direction. You know, I didn't give you, I, I gave you this direction instead. If you just follow what I'm trying to gift you with, I'm, what I'm trying to lead you in, then you're going to thrive well in this approach. You don't have to conform to the runners. You don't have to conform to the weightlifters. You don't have to conform to the keto guys. You don't, and I can, you know, you can keep talking about what to conform to, but, and I had to learn that too, you know, as I'm going through this journey and, and have to recognize that God gives everybody unique, a unique journey, a unique way, right? So we don't need to conform to the other ways because if we're going to him and praying, God, what is it we have to do next? What is it we should be eating? Uh, and he's going to tell you, that's the thing. I mean, he might talk to you through a dietitian. He might talk to you through a friend or a coach or, or uh, a church group or whatever, or even a video on YouTube. But you'll feel that leading and you'll know if it's a it's a healthy approach when you feel that blessing or that leading from him that says, this is the direction I want you to go. Uh, and, and I just think that's important to to say to not jump on the wagon just because the world and culture are doing it. Right. I think I think we have to have our individualized plans from God. I mean, we know right and wrong. Scripture is clear on what's right, what's wrong. But there are specific areas where what does God besides the right and wrong? Those little areas where you're not sure, because the Bible doesn't say go on a keto diet. The Bible doesn't say to go on a this diet. So we have to seek the Lord in that direction for that part of, of uh, our journey. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's so true because like if you, you know, if something's broken, you go to the manual, right? And so like, who's the maker? Our, our maker is God. And so we go to the maker, we go to the manual to be able to, to find out how to fix what's broken in us. And, and I'm guilty of this too, you know, like I'll just, you know, make up my mind. Oh yeah, well this, this sounds good. And it sounds like it's going to fix my, you know, my health problems or whatever. And we're just going to do it. We're just going to try it out. But, but so many times we there, we are again, compartmentalizing our physical away from our spiritual where we've completely separated and say, Oh no, I have authority in this area. Mm -hmm. Lord, you don't touch this area because this is my body. Yep. I'm the one that controls my body. You control my spirit, but no, he's in charge of it all. And, and when we submit and we allow him to transform our mind, then we can see, Oh, then he can show me his good, pleasing and perfect will, because I'm seeking him in all things. I'm yeah. seeking him in my health. I'm seeking him in my relationships. I'm seeking him in my job, my family, you know, and that's when we'll see true wholeness. Yeah. And we have to get ourselves out of the way. That's the thing, like our preferences, our desires. And it's a, it's a daily dying to self. I feel that, that we have to wrap our heads around. It's, it's all right, Jesus, this is, this this guy here needs to die, right? He, he is his ways, his desires, his what he wants has to die. 
and you need to live through him. So absolutely. I appreciate you. That those are really good scriptures to, I mean, we could probably have a big discussion and sermons on these right now. <laughs> yeah, for real. Well, and then looking at, so that, and that was, you know, just what stuck out at me in the Romans one, but in looking at first Corinthians six and, you know, and in verse 19, like he's saying, do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? And, you know, so that's the assumption that we don't know that <laughs> because mm-hmm. most people don't. And, and for us to even switch our minds, to have that perspective of, you know, wait, so my body's like a church and this holds the Holy spirit. Like God lives in, like, it blows your mind. Like if you actually take a moment to really meditate and think on the fact that, you know, if you are a believer in Jesus you have the Holy spirit residing inside of this container. And how does that change your perspective about your body? Like, how would you treat the church? Like, would you go and just graffiti all over it or knock a wall down just because you feel like it? Or I hope not, you know, cause I have a church and hopefully you don't do that, but <laughs> you know, but like, do you know, it's like we, when we operate, like our bodies are just our own. And, and we do all of us, like I do, you know, every day I wake up and we just do the things, but, but we forget that it's actually housing the Holy spirit. And do we treat it with that honor, like the honor of a temple and it's pretty profound. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really good. And you don't belong to yourself. My translation says over here, I'm reading a new living translation. You don't belong to yourself. Uh, that's found in, you know, like you said, verse, verse 19. So, and if we're bought with a price, you know, and that price was the redemption of all mankind, that, that price was the blood of our savior, Jesus Christ. That is the precious blood that, uh, you know, that that's, there's a lot that comes with that. <laughs> and, and we can get in a big theological discussion right now and Bible belief discussion, but just to zone it into you were bought with a price mm-hmm. to when it relates to uh, our health, our wellness, our spiritual life, our mental life. We have to know that God saw us as valuable. He saw us as worth it. He saw us as this has a lot of value. I want to purchase this one. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, going to a store, you go to a store and everybody has an eye for certain things in the store. They're like, oh, that's worth it. That's not worth it. That's worth it. I mean, we could say, you know, what interests you, I might not pay a penny for, you know, and what interests me, you might not pay a penny for, but there are certain things out there that have a high value that you might not think are that good. <laughs> you might say that's, that's Justin, you're going to pay what for that? Well, that's mm-hmm. what Jesus does for us is like, he saw us as valuable, like the most valuable thing you could see in a store that that had a price tag beyond anything that anybody could pay. And he said, I'm going to buy that. I'm going to buy that. And, and that gives us this, this value. It gives us this, this worth system because we were bought with a price. And, and what happens from that moment is our, our hearts and our minds when we can recognize that you and I were bought with a price, mm-hmm. it, 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 it brings this new perspective of I matter mm-hmm. and what I do matters. And I'm going to operate out of I matter <laughs> to God. Right. And, and it kind of, that, that's a whole new perspective change when it comes to your, to your health and wellness journey. It's, 
if you if you see yourself in the mirror and you think I don't look good. I don't matter. I look terrible. I'm a fat, I'm a fat person. I, I can, I'm never going to look, you know, I don't look like I did 20 years ago. I'm not, you know, you can say a bunch of things, but if you look at yourself that way, yeah, you're going to feel self-defeated. You're going to go down a road. You shouldn't go down. You're going to find all sorts of ways to, to cover that up, be it a lot more food, be it some alcohol, be it some type of lifestyle you shouldn't be living. It's going to be worse for you in the long run if you live it. Or you can say, I was bought with a price. I don't care what my flesh in my mind is saying. They're going to line up with the faith that I have knowing that I was bought with a price Mm -hmm. and that will motivate you to become healthier because it's a healthy mindset that motivates you. Yeah. Yeah. My mind went to that too, you know, and thinking about, you know, when, when we talk about, about people in our response, like the fact that if we were bought with a price and that means that we're valuable, you know? And so even in those moments where we do not feel valuable, we do not feel of any worth. We don't have to, we can remember who bought us with a price and okay, I may not feel valuable today, but somebody does. Somebody thinks I'm valuable. And so, you know what? I'm going to believe the truth. I'm going to speak that over myself that Jesus bought me with his own blood, his own body, that was broken for me. And so if he thought I was worth enough to die for, then it doesn't really matter what I think about myself because he says I'm worthy. And yeah, it's pretty powerful. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So in, you know, when we do discovery Bible study together, we're, we're all sitting in a, in a group together. Um, the next step is, is application. Cause so we don't want to just hear the word and not apply it. And so anybody that's listening out there today, you know, too, I encourage you to do the same. And, and we ask ourselves, okay, so in light of this word, in light of what we're learning about God and what light of what we're learning about people in our own nature, what do I need to stop doing? (laughs) What do I need to start doing? Um, What is, what is it that the Lord is showing me that, that needs to change? Mm. Yeah. And I know, I, I know for me, um, it's definitely conviction in the way that um, the way that I see myself still working through, you know, some of those, uh, you know, insecurities and, and, uh, you know, uh, my, my body, the way that it's changed and, and all these things and the things that I wish were different, the things that I wish were um, uh, the way that they either used to be or the way that somebody else looks. And, um, you know, and so just, just so probably you know, that the stop is, um, you know, to just stop, stop comparing myself to any type of standard and be transformed. Let, let him transform my mind so that I can begin to see what he sees. Um, because until then, what I will start doing is I will start speaking in faith. I'll start speaking in faith that he, um, he bought me with a price. Yeah. I'm valuable to him. I'm the temple of the Holy spirit. And, um, yeah, remembering that. That's, that's knowing that you're bought with a price, I think is huge in my, in my experience. Uh, and I think it's still, it, it's kind of been a struggle my whole, my whole journey, to be honest with you. It, it was cause I, I'm a big health guy. Like I, cause I almost died. Like it, it was just something that health, like God put it in my heart, my mind awakened me and and he's given me a passion to rescue other people and, and definitely walk the walk and, and not just talk it. Right. And so anyway, I, um, 
I've always in, in my journey, in my endeavor of trying to get healthy, I've always put things easily into my own hands with this whole thing. Like, so I'm not going to get big again. I'm not, I mean, I would say these things, right. I'm not going to get big again. I'm, I'm not going to uh, die of this. I'm not going to get taken out of life prematurely for something stupid. You know, like I would say things like that. So what I would do it's easy for me to say, I'm just going to eat these foods and, and I'm going to do the best I can eating these foods. And I'm going to exercise and I'm going to prevent premature disease and I'm going to prevent premature death. And I'm going to do all. So the, the concept that I'm getting across right now is I, I, I'm, I'm yeah. going, to, I'm going yeah. to, I'm going to, I'm going to, and is it wrong to do those things? Absolutely not. It's not wrong to want to live longer. So you exercise, or it's not wrong to want to look healthier. So it's okay to eat healthy. It's okay to prevent premature disease. All those things in itself are not evil. Like it's, it's, it's wisdom, really. It's truly wisdom. But the difficult or the part that I would say would be wrong in my heart would be, I play God. I play God. I play the, I play the expert of my own life. And I say, I'm doing these things to do this and this and this X, Y, Z, but nothing I can do is going to, how can I put it? I can't give myself life or take away myself life. God knows the end from the beginning, beginning from the end. And so he knows in his sovereignty, he knows that Justin's going to die on this day. He's going to exercise to make it to this day. <laughs> He's going to eat healthier to make it to this day. But Justin is going to die on this day because every person will have a day where they breathe their last and they will be joined back into eternity one way or another, hopefully heaven and not hell. Heaven only comes through Jesus Christ. So I have to get that out of my mind that I'm the, I'm the God of my life. I'm the, I'm the breath giver. I'm the breath taker. No, I'm not. I, I can, I can use wisdom from God and I can partner with him to, to experience a healthier, more fulfilling life, a better quality of life. Cause I don't think, again, it's not wrong to want to do that, but it's wrong when you're, when your motive is more, I got this, I got this. And you pat yourself, look what I'm doing. Look at my cholesterol numbers. Look at my blood pressure. Look at, look at my scale. It's going down, bro. You would not be going, you would not have those, those results if it wasn't for the one who gave you breath. That's what I got to tell myself. Right. And so yeah, that that's that's what I need to continue working on because I tend to to get this level of this focus, this focus of I'm going to better myself. Where really it comes back down to this is my act of worship to Him. Going yes. back to the scripture we just shared. Preach. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh man, that was so good. That's so good because yeah. we do we can do that so often. So. That's, oh, wow. That's awesome. Well, and so in, in, you know, we, we really lean in when, when I study the Bible with, with groups and we're digging in together and we lean into accountability and I know you're all about accountability with one step. And, um, and so we make an, I will statement. And so that means in two weeks, when we come back here, we're going to be able to hold one another accountable and, and uh, to our I will. So, so my I will tonight is I will speak truth and speak life over my body, even when I don't believe it. Um, and so you can hold me accountable. One Step Nation, you can hold me accountable. Um, Justin, you have an I will. Yeah, I will honor the Lord and I will honor him by offering myself as a living sacrifice holy and pleasing to him. Was that just, that's very, that's very timely for me, actually. It's funny. 
Like that's, I'm going through some, uh, some issues health-wise in the sense of I got, it's not like terrible, but hypo, it's non-diabetic, but it's hypoglycemia. Uh, and diabetic, diabetes runs in my mom's side of the family. And uh, anyway, so I'm going through some things where it's like, I'm trying to figure out what's a good way to eat. Cause I'm used to eating lower carb. Like that's my favorite. It just always has been. So now God's challenging me because I need to eat carbs <laughs> and he's not, he's not healing my body supernaturally right now. Like he's at work. I know he's at work in my mind and my body and all that, but there's not a supernatural, uh, taking away or healing of, of hypoglycemia. Does that mean God's not good? No, it means he's walking me through this and he's helping me, uh, overcome this. And he's teaching me some things along the way saying, Justin, you don't have to eat low carb to be healthy. You don't have to, you don't have to cut carbohydrates out altogether to be healthy. In fact, I created the sweet potato. I created the oats. I created now man processed them, some of them and made them unhealthy, but in their natural state, I created this. I created that. I created this. So how dare you say what I created is unhealthy for your body, knowing that you can eat that stuff and people eat it and they're healthy. And I had to be like, Oh, so going back to, giving myself as a sacrifice, holy and pleasing to him. That means I have to be open to these new ways of doing things and honoring him in those moments. And then taking what I've learned and sharing that with other people. So hopefully they can understand sweet potatoes aren't bad for you. You know, they're actually really good for your gut health. They're actually really good source of fiber, uh, vitamin and, and vitamin A and a bunch of other things that you can utilize for your body from that sweet potato. That is a carbohydrate. But I digress a little on that, but um, yeah, that's, I will offer my body's living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to him. Amen. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. All right. Well, I'm going to, I'll write them down and we'll make note and, and um, you know, and, and help each other to, to bring that life, you know, to, to speak that truth. And um, yeah, that's super exciting. And, and we're growing and we're learning and, you know, community that's listening or watching out there as well, I encourage you uh, to do the same. Dig into some scripture this week and really see what um, the Lord has to say to you about, about your body, making peace with it, understanding truly what it is, how he made you, um, and offering it to him as that act of worship that that he's asking us for. So, um, so awesome. Thank you, Justin. Um, you. I, I uh, want to close in prayer. You want to yeah. uh, go ahead? We'll just pray let's, really quick. Let's do that. Let's do that. Oh, God. Father God, I just thank you so much, uh, Lord, um, for my brother, Justin. I thank you uh, for all those who are listening out there as well. God, I, I thank you um, that you have us in this place where we are seeking you uh, for wisdom when it comes to um just renewing our, our spirit as well as our body. And so, Lord, I, I pray that you would honor that desire, Lord, and that you really would transform our minds. Lord, help us to truly see how you see us. Um, just transform us, renew us, and show us what is that good and pleasing and perfect will that you have for us, Lord, because we see you bought us with a price. Lord, you are holy and you have made us worthy through that, that sacrifice, that purchase of us by your blood. So Lord, we're so grateful 
um, to be called yours, to be your creation, to be your children, God. And so, Lord, I just pray that in everything that we do in these next couple of weeks, Lord, that you would help us to remember to just give it back to you in worship, to just overflow with praise and thanksgiving for what you've made in us and what you're doing through us. Lord, we thank you in Jesus name. Amen. 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 So. All right. Well, everybody have a great night and we love you all.